Hello, I'm John Smizer. It's good to be with you again today as we're looking at John 13. In the gospel, we've seen the life of Jesus Christ being laid out and the, the disciples celebrating at times and at other times questioning and, and the challenges that Jesus has brought to the, the culture there in, in uh, Israel at that time, the the Pharisees who had the rules and regulations all set forth. They had the commandments that they knew they could live life. And they assumed, and you know what happens when we assume, but they assumed that if they do these things, that that would really be pleasing to God. Well, as we come here in our final portion of the ministry of Jesus Christ, we see that the disciples are wondering uh, just about his life and what he'll do and where he will go and, and how their lives are going to be changed. How will they connect to what God's about? I know that for myself, I look at the world I live in and I I look at the people I have relationships with and I wonder how how can I how can I connect to them and bring God into the conversation? You know, how how can I not get stuck in in rituals or forms and other ways, but how can I uh, bring this love of Jesus Christ into the life of others? As we look at uh, John 13 today, I pray that the Holy Spirit will speak to us today from His Word. John chapter 13, verses 31 through 38. When He was gone, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man is glorified, and God is glorified in Him. If God is glorified in him, God will glorify the Son in himself and will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and just as I told the Jews, so I tell you now. Where I am going, you cannot come. A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Simon Peter asked him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus replied, Where I am going, you cannot follow now, but you will follow later. Peter asked, Lord, why can't I follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Then Jesus answered, Will you really lay down your life for me? Very truly, I tell you, before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. Here in John chapter 13, uh, we're looking at uh, verses 31 to 38. I, 
I want to draw your attention particularly to verse 33 here when it says, My children, I will be with you only a little longer. Well, Jesus knows his time is getting close, and he knows that it's about uh, obedience to his heavenly Father and that he's not going to continue to be with them all of the time. And he goes on, You will look for me, and just as I told the Jews, so I tell you, where I am going, you can't come. And that's a problem. That, that They struggle with that. These disciples who've given up most everything they have, friends, family, occupations to follow Jesus, he says, we're not going to continue on. We're, we're going to be done here for a while because you can't come where I'm going. But then over here in verse 36, Simon Peter says, Lord, where are you going? And Jesus replied, where I am going, you cannot follow now, but you will follow later. In this way, Jesus Christ was talking about his trial, crucifixion, and resurrection. That, that this wasn't something that these disciples could go with right now. But in life, there was a time just in the future, not too far away, not many years, that Peter and others of the disciples, they would feel the same rejection by the world. They would feel the same persecution, and they will realize the same death. And in that death, that uh, threshold from life into what we call death, is truly a different thing because it's going to be from this life and the struggles of it through the threshold into eternity life. That eternal life that Jesus Christ came to give his disciples, they in the future would go there. But while they're still here, he says, I, I want to give you something special. Verse 34, it says, a new commandment I give you, love one another. It's a wonderful thing, a new commandment, but I thought that was already in Scripture. Well, Matthew talks about it at a point in, verse, in chapter 5. It says, you have heard, um, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. Well, you see, that's how the, 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 the law had set up, that you don't have to uh, love your neighbor. You just don't lie or cheat or, or kill them. You know, you just, you, you just, you know, you... You, you just ignore your neighbor. But here's the new part of the commandment that Jesus said, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. You know, I have neighbors that, ah, uh, uh, they... They, they, they're a challenge. They're a challenge. I don't know if you've got any neighbors like this, you know, but they're, they, 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 they're loud, they're, they're uh, uh, obtrusive, they, they kind of uh, move across the boundaries, uh, the fence, you know, they, they're, they're just hard neighbors to live with. Now, I could ignore them, I could not cheat on them or spit on them or shoot them or, you know, I, I, I'm not going to do any of that stuff. But God asked me to do something more. 
God asked me to love my neighbor. You see, in the Old Testament, it was just love your neighbor, hate your enemies. But now Jesus is upping the ante. He's he's raising the bar. He's calling on us to, to go another step further in his walk. Because Jesus Christ came to pay the price for my neighbor. You know, God... God loves my neighbor, and he wants me to be that same way, that I would love that neighbor in the same way that he did, that I would show him the same care even when they're a challenge. I have a a one-and-a-half-year-old little uh, uh, grandson, and he's just all over everywhere. And do you know that that little guy, uh, every so often, we have to change his uh, diaper because he messes himself. Now, I could at a point be very upset at RJ. I could say, RJ, what's with you? But I love him. And so even when he does things that are unseemly, I still will change that diaper. And for me, God, in my, my walk and relationship with him, how many times has he had to change my diaper? How many times has he had to put up with the things I do? And so in ways that I am to love my neighbor, I need to be able to be willing, as Jesus is, to change the diaper and not get all bothered about it, but love them through those things. That's the new commandment, to love our neighbors as ourselves. I feel like today's uh, passage of Scripture is, and and of course you know, it's building on the things that we have spoken of earlier, the things we have read and and learned about. If we're going to follow Jesus Christ, there's ways we need to be servants, servants to one another. And in being a servant to others, we're, we're not going to be distracted by other things. And in this being that servant, we will learn to love people and provide what they need in ways that uh, go beyond our own personal uh, agendas or our our own personal likes and dislikes. So right now, I pray that you would learn that lesson that Jesus Christ loved you so much. And in that same way, you can love another, that neighbor down the hallway, that neighbor over the fence. Love him, and by this loving them, we will show the love of Jesus Christ to them. Would you pray with me? Lord God, we thank you that in no way, no way did you throw us out and and curse us or, or damn us because of the failure the faults, the sin in our life. No, you were willing to come and forgive by your action, by dying and paying the price, this very sin that separated us from you. But now, because of the work you have done, 
you've drawn us closer. May we bring others along with us. May we love them into the kingdom. To your glory we ask this. Amen. 이 프로그램은 시청자 여러분의 소중한 후원으로 제작됩니다. 